What makes a marriage work? The author, through decades of research and the experience gotten in that time, is able to finally answer the burning question, why do some marriages fail whilst others flourish? He accomplished this not by any superhuman ability or supernatural intervention. It is, in fact, a product of science. He and his colleagues conducted experiments on different couples with varying initial conditions. In one experiment, 50 couples were made to stay overnight in a controlled mini-apartment known as the Love Lab, during which they were monitored from behind a one-way mirror, heart rate, gestures, eye contact, amongst other intricate responses. From this extensive research, the author is able to predict to a shocking 91% the success or failure of a marriage. He posits that a successful marriage is an emotionally intelligent one. One where the couple acknowledges negative emotions and thoughts but give more energy and time to the positive ones. So instead of running from conflicts, arguments, you should engage in them but with the mindset that the goal is to find a mutually beneficial solution not tear each other down. A couple that takes out time to foster a healthy, friendly, playful, romantic and supportive relationship will surely have a successful marriage. The author, with data from his research, is able to pinpoint the signs that a divorce is imminent. These signs include, an argument that starts off with a harsh, offensive tone aiming to corner the other person. An unhealthy amount of criticism, defensiveness, stonewalling and contempt. An overwhelming stream of negativity at every turn. Negative physio and psychological responses to stress, body language. Repeated failed attempts to fix the growing damage. A host of bad memories that have been left to linger. A detached, calm and distant overview of the relationship. The author concludes this chapter by adding that one essential factor in a happy, successful marriage is how strong your friendship with your partner is. If you foster a friendship with your partner, you're more likely to have more success in moments of conflict and even greater satisfaction in moments of intimacy. Keep reading the following tidbits to learn the seven principles that will get your marriage from rock bottom to soaring heights. Asking deep questions helps to know each other better, even after years. The author refers to the part of your brain where you store all the relevant information about your partner's life as the love map. Without this cognitive space, this conscious recovery memory, this map, there's really much you can know about your partner. And can you really love someone without knowing their life goals, worries, and hopes? To build a detailed love map requires attentiveness, care and a willingness to know your partner better. Start by asking the simple questions, birthdates, favorite meals, name of best friends, etc. Once you can establish avid knowledge of the simple things, you'll initiate a certain level of intimacy. Next, you move on to deeper questions, the ones that can't simply be answered with a yes or no. The aim is to feel out your partner's mind, get to know how they think as you also show them how your mind works too. Remember that you are not to play game show host and only throw questions to your partner. You are expected to also answer these questions too. Finally, you address a more intimate part of the map, each other's core identities. Those things that make you uniquely you, your battles and struggle, your battle scars and how you both healed, your emotions, their origins and depth, your purpose and dreams for the future, who you're both trying to become. The aim of these is to give couples a better understanding of themselves and foster a healthier relationship based on the knowledge stored in the love map. But that's not all there is to a successful marriage. Remember why you fell in love in the first place. Fondness and admiration are two of the most crucial elements in a rewarding and long-lasting romance. In a marriage that is on the rocks, the element of hope is a vibrant fondness and admiration system. Fret not, there may be faint or lacking in your relationship but can be nurtured and honed. Firstly, appreciate your partner. 
When they do something, no matter how small, you should make it a habit to always show appreciation with words and actions. Next, you should review your relationship, your history, your marriage philosophy. Thirdly, you should make it a habit to cherish your partner, make a list of things that you adore in your partner. Lastly, this might seem funny but you should make a schedule for the tasks that reaffirm your relationship and how much you cherish it in your partner. Each day, write down something about your marriage, partner you cherish and do an accompanying task to strengthen it. Continue this for seven weeks, after which you'll find that your outlook on your partner and marriage will improve tremendously. But simply singing your partner's praise isn't entirely enough, keep reading to find out how to apply more than just appreciation to improve your marriage. When having issues come together, and not away from each other. When a couple experiences tension, either as a result of personal disagreements or an external factor like work or otherwise, there is a tendency to pull away from each other and brood. Build up walls to shield the pain away or simply keep the love in. The author advice in this chapter that couples should instead turn to each other for help coping with this hurt they feel. You might not be willing at first but you must recognize that they're the best people to help you through that tough situation. This although isn't automatic, there are steps to take, rules to follow and of course, you two must be willing to work together. It is in these moments that you two must seek balance since the negative feelings are great, you must counter with an equally greater amount of positive energy. Identify the ways that you used to get this good feeling in the past and pick days to undertake these tasks. It could be going to the gym together or grocery shopping, whatever it is, let it be an activity that is free of negativity, contempt, criticism and bolsters positive energy. You could also try the stress-reducing conversation. This is much like talking about your days and the stressful activities in it but while the regular style breeds even more stress, this aims to reduce it by relaxing and attentive communication. When you take advice from your partner your bond grows. A healthy marriage is one where both parties respect their partner's opinions. When one partner decides to take a very important decision, they fall back to their partner for advice. This stems from mutual respect and honor for each other regardless of your religious, political or cultural standpoint. This system strengthens friendships. When a husband takes advice from his wife, it brings them closer and fosters a healthy friendship at the core. This is usually because the couple is emotionally intelligent and they listen to the subtle cues from their partners. Also, a willingness to yield to each other and not hiding behind immovable fronts. If a problem can be fixed, don't prolong it, fix it. Every marriage has its problems, and while some might seem impossible to fix, there are those you can address and eliminate. If your marriage has these solvable problems, then there are a few steps you can take to help you solve them and save your marriage. 1. Soften your startup. When you engage in a touchy discussion about an issue in your marriage with your partner, you must remember to not come off as the accuser and instead lead with softer words. The aim is to fix the issue not hurt your partner and your relationship in the process. 2. Learn to make and receive repair attempts. In the event that an argument ensues from the innocent discussion and morphs into a tear in the relationship, then you must be willing to take initiative and make attempts to fix things and be willing to accept your partner's attempts to fix it too. 3. Soothe yourself and each other. This is a very important part of solving problems especially if the couple is often caught up in heated arguments. First part is to pull out of the argument and calm down, take deep breaths and relax your muscles. While the second part is proceeding to attempt to calm and soothe your partner, discuss what made you angry to begin and then talk about ways that they preferred to be soothed. 4. 
Compromise, you must recognize that you cannot always have your way. In a healthy relationship, the key to its success is an intentional compromise that is mutually beneficial. One key to compromise is accepting your partner's influence. 5. Process any grievances so that they don't linger. Here's where you address past and or present grievances, emotional injuries that have caused a subtle yet profound divide, and work through them using clear communication and an array of calm and rational questionnaire system to achieve both a mutual understanding and healing. Find a way around difficult situations by meeting each other halfway. Just because you're married doesn't mean that you're a seamless compatible pair, you're going to have differences and some might be so great that you might experience gridlock trying to deal with them. Why couples experience this condition most of the time is because of an unwillingness to compromise and see things from the other person's point of view. Take, for example, your wife enjoys going to parties and mingling inadvertently with other men and you're more of a homebody. Chances are you're going to be upset she values the attention of others more than yours, but you may not know that she also is upset you leave her alone in social gatherings. She tries to get you to accompany her on more parties but you spend the entire time seated while she dances with strangers, this, in turn, makes you angrier and refuse to attend any more and insist she doesn't either. You want a quiet time with her at home to watch movies and talk but she's not built for sitting and talking. Here's an opportunity to apply the helpful suggestions from the other principles, a soft start for your discussion, a willingness to accept influence and a readiness to compromise. Identify each other's core values and driving force, work together to find a solution that serves both of you without anybody losing. You can decide to attend a few parties with her and you'd spend half the time together seated and the other half she can spend dancing but not necessarily with other men. This is a sample situation and of course a sample solution, there are different situations couples face ranging from which religion the kids should practice to what color of the furniture should be bought. But there are always real and applicable solutions to whichever problems have put you and your partner in a gridlock. You must although first be ready to find a solution that benefits both of you. Do things that are unique to the two of you. A marriage might in fact already adhere to the first six principles and still be lacking something. The author believes that this missing piece is shared meaning. This refers to those things constitute a couple's deeper connection, a spiritual dimension that has to do with creating an inner life together, a culture rich with symbols and rituals, and an appreciation for your roles and goals that link you and that lead you to understand who you are as a family. These are those things that are unique to the couple and the family, Sunday dinners, bedtime stories, Thanksgiving cookouts, major sporting event trips, etc. This system, this culture is created by the couple over time and doesn't always translate to mutual acceptance on the beliefs of either partner. Instead, it is a testament to a merger of individual dreams, ideals, and goals. A couple can come from different religions and not see eye to eye on the beliefs but cab respects each other enough to find a bridge between both faiths. A marriage's shared meaning is built on four factors or as the author calls them, pillars. The author details them as follows. Rituals of connection, these refer to activities that can be used to foster closeness and reduce the tendency for detachment. A ritual is often designed to incorporate something you enjoy doing and the chance to reflect on your bond and strengthen your sense of togetherness. These could range from baking together or a romantic dinner leading to sex every third weekend. Support for each other's roles, here couples are urged to identify theirs and their partner's roles early and make sure they're on the same page on the important things. 
Granted, there can't be 100% compatibility but knowing that you both have a common understanding or appreciation for a concept, parenting, religion, etc., add more meaning to the marriage. Shared goals, a marriage where the couple share a common goal is primed to have even deeper spiritual meaning. Talk to your spouse today about what your goal is for your life and ask theirs, and then you can find a way to achieve both. Nine out of ten times, the goals have a similar bottom line. Shared values and symbols, values refer to the philosophies that direct and form the way people live their lives. It can be a religious philosophy or belief system or whatever you choose to base your beliefs on. These beliefs are often represented with symbols whether tangible or intangible. Whichever the symbols, the couples have to agree that certain ones hold value to them and they can either be displayed or mentally revered. For some, their homes are more than a living space and they represent a deeper spiritual meaning for their love, children, and marriage. Using these four tools as a guide, you can see it is not so difficult to give your already functioning or failing marriage some much-needed meaning. First, identify and establish rituals that can and will bring you closer, could be trips, game nights or a romantic candlelit evening. Secondly, identify, respect and support each other's roles in the marriage. Thirdly, create room for your partner and you to have dreams and find a common ground for both your dreams, goals to flourish and lastly, you don't have to be at loggerheads when it comes to beliefs and philosophies. These principles aim to make you and your partner become closer and help make your marriage better, but they won't work overnight. Fret not, you only need patience and consistency, remember that in the end, it is for the collective good of the couple. Conclusion There's no amount of therapy or self-help books that can fix your marriages. But applying the seven principles really can change the outcome of your relationship. Even making just a small and gentle shift in the direction of your marriage can have a profound, positive effect over time. The trick to this working is that you have to build on the changes and keep at it until it becomes a part of you. Fixing a marriage is a journey. And as voyages go, you must first let go of doubt, taking one small step, and then seeing where you are and taking the next step. If you get stuck or take a few missteps, reread portions of this book with an eye toward charting where your marriage is now. Then you'll be able to figure out how to help it along in the right direction. Take out time from your busy schedule and go with your partner on a vacation, doesn't have to be something huge, could be a highway motel. The aim is to create your own love lab. Once there, you have a week to apply the helpful tips from the seven principles. Each day for each principle, expend every mental and physical resource and once your seven days are up, come back to your regular lives but continue to apply the principles until you're unaware you're even doing stuff you read from a book.